Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's episode is with Selena Camp of Down to Earth Woodworks. If you aren't following along with her, trust me, by the end of this episode, I think you are going to want to head over to the show notes and find out how you can follow along with her. She does some gorgeous, gorgeous work and she's really just getting started into it. And so um, I think she has a big future of woodworking in her future for sure. Um, But before I let you get to the episode, don't forget to go over to Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Maker Mom Podcast. And join up with the tribe over there. There's quite a few different tier levels. The lowest one starting at just $1 a month. So that is just $12 a year. That's like a super steal. You get early access to the show. And you will also, hopefully soon coming up, have access to additional Uh, questions from our guests being asked and answered that only patrons will have access to and you have access to the uh, once a month online maker mom podcast meetup again just for patrons only plus you get your very own shout out at the beginning of the show so there's a lot just for a dollar a month and if you go up you get stickers and t-shirts and all kinds of swag so please go check it out. Um, I appreciate every one of my patrons over there. You all help make sure that this podcast gets out every week in addition to sponsors. But really, truly, thank you for those of you in the community who are investing in this and share a passion just like me to get the stories of other maker moms out there. All right. No further ado. This is Selena Camp with Down to Earth woodworks well to get started why don't we just start with uh if you can give a little bit of an introduction about yourself okay um well my name is Lana camp and i own down to earth woodworks um i am currently a single mom i have a three-year-old son and um, i work full-time at a different job actually it's also very hands-on um but then kind of when I'm not working here at the full-time job is when I spend most of my time doing uh, my woodworking, uh, building furniture, and really just about anything uh, having to do with wood. So, okay. Um, what was okay? So I guess what's uh, if you don't mind sharing, what's your full-time job? Um, so I work for a company. Um, it's actually in the gun industry. We. Um, a lot of people haven't heard of it, but it's called Kydex. It's kind of like a hard plastic, and we um, we form gun holsters out of these, or we do, like, sublimation printing on them. So okay. Kind of, um, using heat press and the process go through that, um, working out in the shop and um, 
I don't really machine the holsters, the actual holsters themselves anymore, so much as I do uh, just printing now. But um, definitely something I enjoy because I, I like being, you know, in the shop more than kind of sitting in front of a computer all day long. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, let's go back a little ways. What uh, kind of what was your childhood like? What kind of things interested you? Where'd you grow up? Those type of things. Um, so I grew up in uh, Beaufort, Georgia. Um, actually, I was born in Lawrenceville, Georgia, but um, I lived there for about 18 years in the same home I grew up. And um, I was always a tomboy, a huge tomboy, uh, since I, you know, was able to walk. Uh, my dad started me out on a dirt bike at a really young age. Um, I've always spent my time in the garage, like learning my, you know, how my dad takes apart cars and, and works on things. Um, and I've enjoyed that since I've grown up. Uh, I still continue to work with my hands and, and tinker. I tinker a lot. I was building, um, actually I bought an old dirt bike and kind of like gutted it and replaced the fairings and fixed it up. And, uh, so I guess I've just always been really, I've had that mindset, I guess, for that, that sort of work. I think that's kind of what you know has continued on this path to uh, woodworking. Yeah. Okay. Um, did that? I guess it sounds like it did stay with you, kind of. Then, as you went into like high school and stuff like that, were you really oh, enjoyed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still doing it to this day. Yeah, I still. Um, I mean. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really artsy too. Like I draw a lot. I've always been interested in that. And so I try and kind of, you know, incorporate that into my woodworking too. Um, and yeah, I still tinker a lot. And I, you know, I kind of, it's required with my job. You know, I do research and development too for, for making holsters um, and kind of coming up with new designs and that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm definitely still full, full on into that. <laughs> Awesome. Did you do, what'd you do right after high school? Um, so right after high school, I moved out and I lived with my best friend at the time and we went, I went to college. Um, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do yet. Um, I, I did an internship for graphics design for a little while and thought, you know, that might be something I wanted to do. Um, it wasn't <laughs> definitely not at all because I would sit in front of the computer all day long and and work on this graphic and then bring it to like my boss or whoever, you know, had requested it. And they're like, yeah, I was, I was thinking something else, you know, it was just so frustrating me. I'm like, I'm sitting in this office on this computer. And then I was like, this is not for me. So, um, then I, for a while I thought I wanted to go into, um, I wanted to be a surgical technician. I was like, I, I enjoy working with my hands, you know, and I'm, I'm not queasy. That stuff doesn't really bother me. I think I might really enjoy that. Um, but I struggled so hard in high school. Uh, just, I, I was just all over the place. Like I, you know, trying to sit and focus in school and, and I struggled with that through college too. And I mean, I did, I did good and I got good grades, but I'm like, I'm paying all this money and I still don't think this is what I want to do. <laughs> so, um, that's when I kind of, you know, started, I hope that my woodworking business will grow enough that I can, I can just solely focus on that. Um, one day. Yeah, so when was the first time or how did you get fully started into, I guess, woodworking specifically? 
Um, so probably about three years ago, um, it was about the same time that I was, um, right after I had my son. Um, so I kind of went through a really difficult time in my personal life. And, um, I was at that time waiting tables, which is hard. I hated it. Um, but I would come home and I wouldn't be like, because I was moving at such a fast pace, um, waiting tables, I'd come home and I couldn't sleep. And so I started kind of like, I would just come home and tinker in the garage, um, on things just to kind of, you know, I guess, wind down a little bit before bed. Um, and so I would do woodworking. I started actually my first piece that I ever started on was I needed a, like an entryway table for my house. Cause I had just, I come in and I throw everything down and it was always just on the kitchen table. And I'm like, I cannot, I cannot take this. You know, I got my stuff everywhere. So I wanted something to kind of like have just like a keep all, you know, or I could hang my hat or, you know, whatever I come in with, I could just lay it on there. So that was actually my first piece. Um, Sorry, I kind of got off track there. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Um, all right. So, though it sounds like, I mean, throughout your childhood and with your dad and stuff and tinkering around, like, you, you weren't really a stranger to tools necessarily. Um, oh, no. I love tools. I am, uh, when I was with um, my ex, I actually, there was a lot of times where I was not allowed to go into Home Depot. <laughs> because he knew he knew I would come back with uh, an entire buggy full. Like still to this day, it's um, it's so hard to just go in and grab what I need. Um, because there's always like it's so cool how there's you know so many different tools out there that make the job easier. You know, and when you're first getting into it, you start with the very basic. You know, but then you're like you get the new stuff and you're like, oh my god, all this time I could have been doing it this way. It's so much easier. Um, so yeah, I love tools. It's actually, um, I've always joked about it because, um, I've said I'm like the easiest person to shop for on my birthday or like Christmas because all you have to do is just buy me a tool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of shoes or anything. So I always feel like I'm kind of like different from most girls, um, in that aspect. So I'm like, just buy me some tools or, uh, I love boots and tennis shoes. So that's, that's <laughs> there you go. Um, so what was the, like, what tools did you start out with when you were, like, when you made that first entryway table? What were you working with? I had, all I really had was um, an impact and a drill set. It was Milwaukee. It was a nice one I got for Christmas. Um, but that's really all I had. Um, I think I maybe borrowed my mom's um, prop saw to be able to, to, to cut it. Um, but yeah, that's really all I had that and just uh, trying to figure it out. Uh, and I did. The, it's it's so crazy because I still have that piece of furniture in my house now. And I look at it and I'm like, oh man, I've come a long way. Like there's, there's screw holes everywhere. You can see everywhere I like cut, you know, and now it's like using the Craig jig to kind of hide like those pocket holes and really make it nice and defined. Um, really pretty piece of artwork versus you know from from where I started so I kind of have it still as a reminder <laughs> but I think that's good right to have yeah. those pieces around like you said you can look at it and see how far you've come yeah for sure um so how how did you I guess how have you grown over the last 
few years has it just been kind of trial and error on your own as you've been working through or yeah I am self-taught I kind of just figure it out as I go um I would love to maybe some sometime take some woodworking classes I really want to get into doing like dovetail joints and that that kind of thing so you're not using so many screws and kind of really get into like the, the art uh, portion of that I guess um but yeah, right now I'm just self-taught. I just kind of figure it out as I go. I get a lot of bumps in the road a lot of the time. But, um, you know, that's what makes it, it cool is because, you know, you, you can overcome those and you're like, wow, you know, I started from nothing and I have this this to show for it now. So it's very rewarding, I'm sure, it's, you know, to me. So. so what kind of tools are you working with now? Um, I have a lot of tools now. I have... Um, Still, my trusty impact and driver set. I've got a planer, joiner. Um, I've got my favorite tool is the the Craig jig. The um, it's not the smallest one I have. It's like the medium sized one, but I'm constantly using that one because um, I build. A lot of people these days want um, farmhouse furniture from me, so um, I'm constantly using that. I think probably most in my shop right now. That and um, my chop saw and table saw. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely say my, my, my whole tool selection has grown significantly and it's so much better, so much better. Cause it's like, I have like four of the same thing kind of, but it's like, like I have a large skill saw and then I'll have like a mini one and it's just so nice to be able to be like, Oh, actually the smaller one will work better in this situation than the, than the larger one. So so where is your shop space at? It's actually in my garage, um, which is something I really struggle with uh, lately is because I have my son's toys in there. I have my lawnmower. I have my dirt bike. I have um, just so much stuff in there, and it's, it's hard. I actually spent all last weekend trying to organize and clean out my garage just so that I could work on some farmhouse tables. Um so I hope to eventually, I think I might build a shed in my backyard. I've got a pretty nice big fenced-in yard that, that I'll either build a workshop out in or I'll build like a larger shed to keep all the, the lawn equipment and stuff in there in the meantime until I can uh, get my business to grow eventually. Awesome. Um, so when and how did you kind of make the leap into, you know, a leap from making something for yourself to, you know, starting to sell items? Um, I think a lot of it was because I was making furniture for my own house and like my mom, um, then requested like a farmhouse table and then, um, she does, she works for herself too. She does upholstery. So she runs like upholstery classes from her home and she has a lot of women that come in and, and out of her house and have seen the farmhouse table. And I guess just from there, we're got around and they're like, Oh my God, your daughter is doing this stuff. It's cool. You know? And then I started getting into like the larger things. Like um, I just built a, a large dark walnut barn door for my best friend um, for her baby nursery. And now I've got actually three more ladies just from that that saw her door and they're like, yeah, I, I need one. So I, I guess really just word of mouth, just people seeing it and being local and, um, you know, need it too. So, yeah, I saw that um, farmhouse door actually saw that and I was like first of all why am I not following this person because that door was really it was gorgeous um 
and huge. Absolutely huge. You have no idea. Me, like I'm only 115 pounds maybe. (laughs) I actually had to do it. um, I had to split it. I had two halves and then had to put it together um, towards the end there. But yeah, it was definitely comical trying to see me move this large barn door in my tiny garage. (laughs) But I did it. So yeah. 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 Uh, I I feel like women tend to learn how to leverage their body a little bit more yes. than guys sometimes because we have we have to yeah we have to yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I have to ask this question because it's something that I think comes up really frequently amongst, uh, especially makers who sell their items and definitely um, among women. Like, how have you figured out? pricing for your stuff um google is great (laughs) um that's one thing i really struggled with in the beginning because i felt like i was constantly underselling myself um all the time and because a lot of times starting out in the business it's mostly friends of friends and so they you know they're like well you'll give me a deal you know you're a friend so get that friend discount and i'm like i am for you know, nothing because I'm not, I'm not charging all that much, um, you know, where I should be. So, um, I kind of did some research into that, um, and to see how much, you know, the traditional amount was, I guess, hourly or if people were charging hourly for it. Um, and then it took me a while because it, when I first started out, I was, um, just buying wood from Home Depot and, um, that, that was, uh, that was okay because I'd go in and I'd buy it and I kind of just, uh, you know, I get the. Can you give me one second? My dog's like going crazy. I need to go check what's going yeah, yeah, go on at my front door. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Hello, Maker Moms. This week's episode is sponsored by Carolina Boots. As most of you know, one of the most important tools a maker can have is a good pair of work boots. Carolina Boots has been making safety footwear for Maker Moms since 1963. And you can get 10% off your very own pair by visiting carolinashoe.com and using coupon code MAKERMOM10 at checkout. These boots are made for function, not fashion, and they are built for her work. So sorry about that. That's okay. (laughs) It was a delivery and it was not being left at the door. So I needed to go get it or my dog was not going to stop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So. All right, we were talking pricing. I know that much. Yes. Um, yeah, so I was saying I would just go into Home Depot and kind of just figure out how much, you know, some 2 by 4s were, that sort of thing. But now I've gotten into using, like, uh, the nicer wood, I guess, like dark walnut and um, actual from a lumber company, which I found is a lot easier because, you know, they charge um, a board foot. And I've, I've been able to finally figure that out. But that took me a long time. I was... As it's definitely a large learning curve, I guess, or, um, you know, to kind of figure, figure it all out. And then you got to take into account, you know, overhead, your screws and that sort of thing. Um, really just research is what helped me seeing what other woodworkers were doing and, and looking at what other people were charging for kind of similar products. Mm-hmm. Have you ever uh, had to deal with any kind of like pushback on your pricing Anybody ever balked at your pricing and giving you a little bit of a pushback? No, on it? no, but I always have really bad, 
anxiety about it or I feel like, oh, you know, before I send him that invoice, I'm just like, you know, is this, is this reasonable? And like, I know it is, but also I just, I'm still kind of starting out. So it's like, you know, I could use this business, but also, you know, I, that's what I, that's something I'm working on. Like I said, I, I over, or I undersell myself a lot, I think. Um, but I, I hope to finally get that all figured out and be comfortable and know, you know, sometimes I have to sit back and be like, no, I make good stuff. It's worth this. So you need to, you need to send them the invoice. And if they have a problem, if they're not comfortable with it, then, you know, that's all you can do. So. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, you said your mom has her own business. Um, yeah. Has she been helpful, I guess, or has it just been, I mean, seeing that example that this is something that can be done and worked towards? Um, yeah, she's definitely been helpful. Um, I guess her work is a little bit differently um, because she kind of charges per class a lot because she does classes mostly for the upholstery um, and for curtains and that sort of thing. Um, I really honestly didn't ever ask her. I probably could have, and that would have helped me out a lot too. But I think that's also something that she kind of struggles with too is, is underselling herself because she's been doing upholstery and, and draperies for, you know, since I was a baby. Um, and so I think she's, she's kind of just used to doing it more on a friend basis and just kind of like, yeah, I do it and I love it. So I'll do it. No problem. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's something everybody kind of struggles with. Um, do you have any aspirations of getting into uh, teaching classes yourself? I um, I love teaching. I could probably really see myself doing something like that. You know, if there's somebody that's willing to learn from me, um, I would be more than happy. Uh, I mean, I show my son all the time. Like, he's three years old, but he sure as heck knows how to drive a screw into a board you know so um i enjoy teaching him and, and trying to figure out you know how do i explain this to him so that he will understand you know being only three years old um so yeah i've always kind of enjoyed helping people out and i definitely wouldn't mind having classes mm -hmm. so it sounds like you're definitely like you're kind of involved in your local community and getting a lot of word of mouth kind of business that way um mm -hmm. I know, obviously, I know you have an Instagram account, but have you done much with uh, social media? I have not. Uh, I really would like to. I'd like to, to get more out there. Like, I've thought of a few things, but uh, I do struggle with, with time because, I, you know, I work eight hours a day, if not more, and I come home, and then I do woodworking, you know, and it's, it's really always trying to find that healthy balance, and I'm like, well, I need to set aside like an hour tonight to maybe like get on Instagram and post everything and edit my pictures and, and do that. But that's a job in itself too. So that's something also I'm really struggling with and, and trying to work on is figuring that out and growing my, my Instagram, my followers. Um, and I mean, I've uh, created a website, but I haven't other than creating it. I haven't been able to really work on it much. Cause like I said, I'm just, you know, struggling with, with um, finding time to do woodworking and a full-time job and take care of my son. Well, I mean, it sounds, honestly, it sounds like it, that's not necessarily where your time 
needs to be spent right now, right? I mean, you're getting orders in without it. Um, right. And so, and even if I did, matters. yeah, if I did grow it right now, I probably wouldn't be able to fill, fill those orders as quickly as I'd like to be. So I might be getting in a bunch of, you know, orders for things and I'm like, okay, well, you know, production time is going to take me about a month and a half to two months to get it out to you at this point. So yeah, you're totally right. Um, do you, you said that you're hoping, you know, that this can kind of take off and become what you're working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any plans? Like, do you have that kind of dream date set up out there where you're hoping that you don't work two jobs? You just have this one job. I don't have a date set. No. Um, I do definitely want to get to that point though, because it's, it's so much nicer. Like I'm a much happier person being able to kind of work on my time and be able to, to work at home and be there for my son, you know, like he, he enjoys being in the garage and working on things with me too. And I just think it's kind of silly. Like I go to this full-time job that I've been at for a while and I've kind of like topped out and, you know, and then my son's with, um, my mom watches him during the day. Um, and he's with her, and I'm like, if I could just, you know, focus all my time on woodworking and I'd be there for my son, it would be a dream job. And um, I think I could probably soon make that leap, but it's it's definitely scary, uh, you know, because you, you got, you know, life goes on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially I think, um, I think for those of us who have – kids it makes it harder right because you have to think of things like yes. health care <laughs> like yeah. steady like food on the table <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um so right now like how are you managing you know your your uh, active mom of you know uh, a still fairly young you know three and a half is pretty pretty little and you're being, you're woodworking and you're working a full-time job. How are you doing all that and not completely losing your mind? Oh, I never said I wasn't losing my mind. <laughs> I, have, I have my days, a lot of them actually. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a struggle. Every day it's a struggle. And I guess it's just a matter of kind of sitting back and taking it one day at a time. And I think I really struggle the most with just accepting when something can't be done um, because I just, I stress myself out and I get so anxious and I'm like, I just start thinking of everything that I have on my plate and everything that I need to do. And um, like I said, I just struggle. I need to sit back more and be like, okay, Selena, you can't do it all. You can't do it all right now. You know, it's going to get done when it gets done. You don't kill yourself over it. Um, it's definitely hard. One of the, the biggest things that I struggle with for sure. Um, and because it's my house and, uh, is always suffering. I, and I guess when I say that, I mean like coming home and there's toys everywhere in my living room and my laundry has been not, you know, it's been sitting there for like a week or two weeks and I'm running out of clothes and it's like kind of that stuff that really, um, can get to you. Uh, but it's just kind of just finding that balance, you know, I found that really making a plan and trying to stick to that has helped, which I'm not a big planner at all. So it's really, that's been kind of a learning thing for me too. Um, it's just saying, okay, well, you know, um, 
I'm going to dedicate this day to working on this, and this is the goal that I'm setting for, for that day, and then just trying to stick to that has helped a lot. Yeah, I'm, I am definitely with you. I'm not much of a planner, but I have found that you need to to help get that stuff done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what would you say is your favorite part about uh, being a woodworker? Um, I think just being able to, to see it all come together. Just, um, we, you know, being woodworkers, we literally start from, from a tree, you know, like from nothing and we build just this amazing stuff. And it's really cool to be able to kind of, to see that whole process and, uh, and see the finished product. It's really cool. You know, if you take pictures along the way and you're like, wow, you know, this is, a far away that I've come and it's just really cool um that and definitely the the art aspect of it I guess just kind of being able to do like get this idea in your head and bring it to life is really cool to me yeah so I mean right now it sounds like you're mainly doing like you're doing custom work right people are coming to you with a specific like object or thing in mind that they want you to build yeah, I work on mostly, uh, like I said, the farmhouse furniture because that's just really big right now. And so uh, because most people do just, you know, it's from word of mouth and they see what I've created before and then they're like, oh, yeah, I want one of those too. But I definitely hope I have so many ideas in my head and so many like sketches that I've drawn out that eventually I want to get to those, you know, because that's where I think it's really going to kind of set me apart from from most people and uh kind of help get my name out there a little bit more but you know like I said you can only do so much in mm -hmm. some time, so so when you are working when you are making right now the the custom pieces are you working from plans are you making your own um I'm working from kind of both I use a lot of um pictures of other people's stuff and I kind of use that to help me but as a as I'm building it a lot of times I'll change up the thing here or there and I'm like well I don't really like how this looks or you know I, I want to do this a little bit different um or because if I'm making it and I found out you know that's really complicated I feel like there should be an easier way to do this um I might change up the design or, or something like that um I actually downloaded um Fusion 360, and I've been trying to learn that. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but that's a design software online that um, I've kind of been using a lot to help me design it on the computer first and then help me to bring it to life. Um, do you have any previous CAD experience? I do not. I'm okay. fresh. And, I mean, it's like uh, I, you know, I, I come from working with uh, Photoshop, like Adobe Illustrator, when you know my graphics design intern so I have a little bit of experience in that but it's just so as someone coming into it from nowhere it's it's definitely overwhelming it's uh yeah it's definitely trying to to take your time and figure that out for sure how have you found because I haven't I do have uh experience with 3d softwares but I haven't uh, taken the leap yet into Fusion 360, though, that's something kind of like on my list that I really want to get into. Mm -hmm. um, but I have heard that even people with kind of 3D modeling experience, that there's still a pretty steep learning curve when it comes yeah. to Fusion 360. So how have you found that? Have you found any resources that have helped you figure there's, something out? 
it's really cool because with Fusion 360, there's so many webinars out there and YouTube videos. That's basically how I'm trying to teach myself is just um, watching those and then kind of as I watch those, you know, play around in the software as well. Um, I'm very uh, hands-on and, and learn really kind of only by doing it myself. And that's just, just how I have. I'm sure there's a lot of different ways that I could do it that might make you know, working on them a little bit easier, but, um, yeah, it's, it's slow for sure. And that's a, a lot, very large learning curve, like you said, but eventually I think I'll get it down. Yeah. I mean, I think with anything, just like with woodworking, right, it takes practice and yeah. kind of, uh, getting muscle memory, I guess, with certain things that you're wanting to do within that software. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what's your favorite part about being a mom? Oh, man. I love, lately, I just, it's so cool seeing every little change in him, seeing him grow, I guess. Like, some of the things he says, he just, like, blows my mind. Away. I'm like, where do you, like, their brains are just sponges, and they take in everything, and it's so crazy to me how quickly that they learn, you know? and um, I guess being able to see him, you know, watch me and pick up on everything that I'm doing and, and copycat that, you know, he repeats it. And it's, it's really cool being able to see him, you know, from, from what he was now to, you know, helping mom build furniture in the garage. It's very cool. Yeah, they definitely are sponges, like you said, definitely at that age too. Yeah. I have a... I have a sometimes yeah <laughs> I have a I have a three and a half year old as well that's my youngest and last night she spent time explaining to me that people are made out of Legos <laughs> that, get, that get glued together and then skin put on them and I said okay <laughs> that works <laughs> that works <laughs> that's what you want to believe you believe it right. <laughs> um okay so have you especially as you've been getting into the woodworking world um, you're learning, you're learning about things like, you know, going to like, uh, like a lumber yard to buy, uh, your wood and stuff like that. Have there been any challenges that you've had to face kind of being a, a maker, an entrepreneur and more of what's traditionally kind of considered a male dominated field? Oh, for sure. I get crazy looks all the time, like, because I'm this tiny girl, and I walk into Home Depot, and you see me carrying, like, this four-foot-by-eight-foot piece of plywood. I'm, like, so many times, and I, uh, I always get so frustrated with that, because I'm a very independent person, and always have been, and I'm, like, no, I'm gonna do this, you know, and so I don't, I don't really accept help, and I kind of take it more so as, like, uh, an insult a little bit, I guess, when guys come up to me in Home Depot and they're like, ma'am, do you need help? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. I got this. Um, but for sure they do. And see, I am, um, I, I've experienced that, that some too in my, um, my job, you know, now, cause I said I work with firearms and I've actually in that industry multiple times, I had someone refused to speak to me because I was a woman. So they instantly think that I don't know anything about firearms or holsters. And, you know, yeah, I actually had one guy tell me one time that, um, is there a male there that I can speak to? And I just, it was, I was mind blown. I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I understand that most women are in, you know, the firearm industry or most women do not build furniture, but 
It was just crazy to me. Um, so yeah, I definitely run into that quite a lot. Uh, have you found, I guess, how have you dealt with that would be the better question to ask. Um, I gotta, you know, sometimes just kind of sit back and say, you know, they're just trying to be nice and they don't understand. And you do really have to just sit back and, and think, well, a lot of women don't do this stuff. You know, a lot of women do not, are not like me. They don't enjoy, you know, the sort of things that I do. So it's, it's not that they're insulting me, really. They're just trying to help or they, um, you know, they don't know. So I can't fault them for that. But uh, yeah, I definitely have to sit back and tell myself that sometimes for sure. Yeah. I, I understand that I get I'm kind of like you sometimes I take it as an insult and then I have to tell myself no you know they're partially especially if they're in like a place like Home Depot or Lowe's like they're taught to ask so I can't fault yeah. them for like I'd rather than I started thinking I'd rather them ask than like when I do actually need help finding something and then right. can't find anybody around right. so <laughs> true yep. yeah um, all right. So what do you hope that, uh, your little guy learns from watching you make things and, and get into being your own, uh, boss and your own business? Um, that hard work does pay off. I hope that one day it will really pay off for me, you know, it builds character. And I hope that, that he can pick up on that and definitely learn from that and see, you know, that, um, you get out of it what you put into it, for sure. So as long as you're doing your best and you're trying your hardest, you know you're going to get something great out of that. And that's really all I can hope for that he, that he sees in anything, you know, not just woodworking or, or maybe getting your own business. But, uh, but yeah, definitely everything. It's building character, like I said, and good uh, work ethic. All good skills to take with him into adulthood, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would be your advice or kind of words of encouragement that you might give to uh, another mom who wants to tackle a new skill like making or woodworking or DIY but is hesitant to get started? You are capable of so much more than you think. Always. You set your mind to it. You can do anything you want. And that's just what you, I mean, that's, it's as simple as that, you know, um, a lot of women underestimate themselves and they're just like, I don't think I can do it, but you got to try, you know, and you're going to fail. You're going to fail multiple times. I'm still failing, you know, but you got to keep at it. You got to keep going. And if it's something you love and it's something that you want to do, then don't ever give up and you'll get there. Very good advice. Uh, are there any, uh, women or moms out there who are making that um, you get inspiration from or get encouragement from? Um, actually, I do. So I'm at work right now, but um, one of my coworkers, why she's, she's awesome. She has, they have four kids, four kids. And I do not know how she finds the time, but she's running her own. Um, she makes like t-shirts and does a lot of the sublimation printing too. Um, she's definitely a big inspiration to me um, because uh, I mean, just where she's come is 
such a long way, you know, and she's always still such a, a great person to be around. It's really cool being able to see that. She comes into the shop a lot um, here where, at where I work. And, um, and yeah, I get to see her every day and she's usually working on her computer and my coworker's office. And it's just really cool because she's got, I mean, seeing her business grow too and like her Instagram and her followers and everything is definitely um, very motivating. And she's always been there to, to motivate me too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Has been, so. Yeah, awesome. Well, Selena, if people are not following you yet, where can they find you on the uh, interwebs oh to God. follow along with you? Yes. <laughs> Um, Down to Earth Woodworks is the name of my Instagram. I also do have a Facebook account that's also Down to Earth Woodworks. Um, No spaces. And um, I I believe I'm still working on a website. So, but uh, once I get that up and running (laughs) one day, (laughs) that'll be in the bio in my um, Instagram page too. But I I do most of my stuff through Instagram. Okay. Um, I guess, yeah, I want to ask... Where does a uh, down to earth woodworks? Where's that name come from? Um, so actually, it was named Rustic um, Farmhouse Furnishings, and I like that. But also, I don't want to. I don't want to only do farmhouse furniture. So I wanted to change it into something that kind of um, reflected me. Um, and I feel like I'm a very down to earth person, and I absolutely love being outdoors. Um, I'm a very outdoorsy person so I just thought it was kind of cool the way that it incorporated both you know down to earth as in being cool but also come on trees we're building wood here so it's you know down Mm -hmm. to earth I thought it was it was pretty cool so yeah awesome well I will include links to Instagram and Facebook uh, in the show notes so people can follow along with you and um Thanks again for taking the time to talk with me today. Of course. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Again, that was Selena Camp with uh, Down to Earth Woodworks, and you can find ways to follow along with her in the show notes. Best way to find that is to follow along with Maker Mom Podcast on Instagram. So that's just at Maker Mom Podcast. Hit the link in the bio. And just so happens in the bio, their uh, link in bio, you can get to show notes. You can also get to Patreon that way if that's the easiest way for you to get there and check that out. And you might have heard our guest uh, speaker in addition to Selena this week was uh, our dog Oz. Yep, we have a little terrier dog, about 20 pound terrier dog. that had to make his voice heard when the delivery man rang the bell and then continued to knock on the door right in the middle of my interview. Um, And I chose to leave that in just so you guys know, yep, real person doing this at home, and that's the way the world works, right? All right, until next week, I will see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community and the Facebook group page Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know.